So when the prophets were speaking on behalf of God, they were usually speaking to uh, a people who had been uh, conquered by a foreign army, God's people. Uh, They'd been conquered and often they'd been driven out of their land, living in captivity. Uh, Or they were about to be. (laughs) The prophet prophet was either speaking to someone in captivity or warning them that they were about to be taken into captivity. Today we hear from the prophet Zephaniah and he's uh, speaking uh, to people in the second category, right? They, um, uh, he was talking about the day of the Lord, which was, which was you know, uh, due any time because of their disobedience. They hadn't yet been conquered and driven out. The northern kingdom of Israel had, uh, but they were in the southern kingdom and they, they, was, they still hadn't been uh, overcome yet, uh, but their time was coming. And Zephaniah is making very clear why their time was coming because they were turning away from the Lord. And he says, well, the consequences are when you turn away from the Lord, uh, you know, you, you will lose your freedom. You will, uh, you will be overcome. And, of course, that day did come. That day did indeed come. So Zephaniah, like many of the prophets, he's speaking to a people who are oppressed, People who uh, were no longer free to express themselves, no longer free to live out their own lives, to live out their tradition, to, uh, to express their faith. They were oppressed. And they were also, uh, you know, the prophets are also often speaking to people who were laden with guilt and shame because of their, their, their lack of faith, their lack of obedience and the way that the consequences that they were now experiencing and all their people were experiencing because of their disobedience. See, you don't have to be in captivity to relate to how these people would have been experiencing life, right? We are relatively free here, especially after lockdown. (laughs) But we can still relate to what it's like to be in captivity, right? We know what it's like to be oppressed, Maybe we haven't been driven out of our land, but, but we know the oppression of, of various circumstances which we face, the, the, the oppression of you know, our thoughts at times and our emotions that can kind of just weigh us down. We can relate to what these people were experiencing. And, and so it's in the midst of that, that, that oppression, that lack of freedom, that, um, you know, that guilt, that shame... It's right in the midst of that that God speaks to his people through the prophets and today through the prophet Zephaniah. On one hand, Zephaniah is warning them about the day of the Lord that's coming, but then he finishes off with this sweet kind of note, as God often does through the prophets. He warns them, but then the sweetness comes through in the end. (laughs) And today we hear the sweetness. Even though the freedom hadn't yet come to the people, God says to them through Zephaniah, shout for joy, daughter of Zion. Israel, shout aloud, rejoice, exult with all your heart. Not with part of your heart, with all of your heart. Daughter of Jerusalem, the Lord has repealed your sentence. He has driven your enemies away. Why? In the midst of their oppression and their shame and all that lack of freedom they're experiencing, why should they shout? Why should they rejoice? Because God is good, is what Zephaniah is reminding the people. God is faithful. 
And God has promised he will come through. So even now, you can shout. Even now, you can have joy. What I want you to notice about this text from Zephaniah is the image that he then goes on to give us about how God will save the people from this oppression. He says, The Lord your God is in your midst, a victorious warrior. He will exult with joy over you. He will renew you by his love. He will dance with shouts of joy for you as on the day of festival. Can you see what the prophet's pointing to? He's pointing to Christmas. You see, he says, uh, the Lord your God is in your midst. What does that remind you of? Emmanuel, right? God with us. And he says he's a victorious warrior. So he comes with victory. Uh, and, and, and how is he victorious? Well, he will exalt with joy over you. He will renew you. He will save you. By his love, he would dance with shouts of joy for you. That's how Emmanuel saves us. You see, God doesn't come with some mighty army <laughs> and some, you know, power and, uh, you know, he doesn't kind of save us through that traditional kind of means, uh, but he saves us with, with love. He comes as a baby. He, he he saves us through relationship, through intimacy. He shouts with joy over us. Now, that day has already come. We, yes, we wait for more. We wait for the fulfilment of that day, but that day has already come. So what does that mean for us? Well, it means that we can live out the psalmist's cry today, right now with our lives. Cry out with joy in the Lord, you holy ones. Sing a new song to him. Because we know the, the saving love of the Lord. We can, right now, in the midst of all of our oppression, and our guilt and our shame and all our mistakes, we can cry out with joy in the Lord. We can sing to him a new song.